Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, November 30th, 2020, and this is day 1008 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you for being our Father God. Thank you for your precious Son, Jesus Christ, who you sent here on this earth to go through every single thing that we could ever go through and even things that we've not gone through to pay the price for the sins that we committed so that we could be reconciled back unto you. Thank you so much, Father, for loving us unconditionally and helping us to do the same with others. I ask my Lord that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, Today's message is, the time is coming. The time is coming. I'm telling you, the enemy is a liar. He really doesn't want me to get this message out. The last five minutes, been having a little glitch with my uh, speaker deal. So anyway, to God be the glory. He worked it all out. So, The time is coming. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 16, verse 1931. And this is about an elitist attitude. So an elitist attitude, understanding what that is. Do we have it? Uh, What do we need to do about it? So uh, is that lifestyle? What kind of lifestyle do we have? Uh, Or I'm going to say what type of um, mindset attitude do we have? So let's start at Luke chapter 16, uh, starting at verse 19. And it says, there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen, which was a sign of wealth, okay, and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. So that lets us know what hell is actually like. But Abraham replied, son, remember that in your lifetime, you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. So basically, God has put something in place where you can't, the people that will be in hell can't cross up to heaven uh, and or wherever uh, the New Jerusalem at some point uh at, uh, finally, the final destination, I don't say, for the new Jerusalem will be here on earth, a new earth. But there is a great chasm fix where neither could go to the other. So 
people in heaven will not be able to go to hell and people in hell will not be able to get to heaven. So it says, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Now, this man even has an elitist attitude, even while in hell. It is just so deeply embedded in him. He said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. And, And that's very true because there are so many right now who don't believe in Christ. And he has risen from the dead. We'll go there after a while. Hold on. (laughs) Wait just a minute. All right. So point number one, the rich man had an elitist attitude, and that's a person or class of persons considered superior by others or by themselves as an intellect, talent, power, wealth, or position in society. An elitist has a strong belief in the caste and class system that is of Satan. Uh, Those uh, in this certain caste or certain class is better off because of what you have or who you know or, or, and not you, I'm just saying in general, I'm just saying, (laughs) but there are groups of people that feel that way because of the, their pedigree, uh, the college they went to, um, you know, all those types of things, the neighborhood they live in, the stores they shop at, and so this, this, uh, so they believe in the caste or class system and avoid having meals with friends belonging to a lower caste than yours. Uh, often they make friends depending on the caste they come from or the class that they belong to. So this is what the rich man suffered from, which in the spiritual realm is a setup for eternity in hell. That is of Satan. It is one of those things that if we're not careful, any of us can slip into. And there's like different degrees of it, you know, different levels of it. And so we have to be aware of that and make sure that we are having a servant's attitude, loving all people, not wondering or or, or worried about uh, who's going to see me with this person. Oh, my gosh, they're, they're going to think... Uh, I'm like them if they see me with them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, these are things that I've heard people say. It was not because of the man's wealth that sent him to hell, but because he was selfish, refused to to feed Lazarus, take him in, or care for him. So wealth is not what sends you to hell. It's what uh, the attitude you take on because of the wealth. Um, it's what you do with the wealth that you have. It's not just for us. It's for us to help other people as well and to live off of it in whatever way you want uh, and glorifying God, of course. <laughs> but, you know, making sure that you're using it to help other people. Uh, Jesus said, not even if he sent Lazarus risen from the dead would they receive and believe him. 
They have prophets, Moses, who who did, wrote the law, uh, teachers, but yet they don't they don't believe them. Um, who's there in their face? Uh, they're right there where they can see them. In other words, they're you know they can touch them, feel them. Preachers, teachers, uh, people, they go to church, they can hear them and see them. And, and back then, uh, they had uh, the temple they would go to. It, it was, yeah, the, there were opportunities. But this man, even in hell, wanted some special services done <laughs> for his brothers so that they would not come there. It's their choice to believe and receive the truth. You know, it's our choice whether we want to believe and receive the truth. And I encourage you to ask the Lord to show you the truth about yourselves. We need to ask God to show me anything in me, Lord, that does not line up with your will. When you are for real and serious about the Lord, you'll you'll get there and you'll do that. And I'm sure many of you have done that. And the Lord has revealed many things to you, just as he did me. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Point number two. We too have had opportunities to receive the truth, Jesus Christ, who rose from the dead. What is your attitude toward your money and possessions? Do you uh, hoard them selfishly or do you use them to help others? If you're hearing this message and you have this type of attitude towards others, this is your day to make a change and to take on the humble servant attitude of Jesus Christ. For he loves you so much that he died and rose from the dead victorious over death, which is an elitist attitude. Is, and that's one of the things about death. He, he, he was victorious over all that, over, over hell and over the grave. So it's, it's your choice. If this is something and, and you don't have to go tell everybody else, just the Lord, you know, because there are certain things deep down in us that sometimes we don't recognize it's there, you know, and we have to, or, or it could be because you're a believer and someone isn't, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with them. Oh, no, no, no. If you come to my house, you're going to have to act a certain way or do a certain thing. Well, Jesus didn't act that way. He went to sinners households. He said the church, uh, we are the church, right? (laughs) Is the hospital for the sick. And so the sick are those who are sinners. And, and sinners means those who practice sin. I mean, we who are saved, we still sin periodically, but we no longer practice sin. We now uh, strive all the time to grow in Christ. I'll never forget several years ago. It must have been maybe about 12 years ago. Yeah, it was uh, the year that uh, President Obama uh, was elected president. He was running for president. It was an amazing time. I'll never forget we were at our bakery and uh, in Raytown, and this was before we moved to Crown Center. And we were in Raytown for five years, and we were struggling near the end there after Hurricane Katrina had taken place and just trying to figure out what we were going to do. But in the meantime, uh, the Kansas City Star came and did an article on us. And uh, while talking to us, they learned, uh, the gentleman, the reporter, learned a lot more <laughs> than he really came to learn about. He just wanted to know about our business and, and all that. So as we shared, I began to share with him stories about, uh, you know, what was going on with us. It, uh, it came out that we didn't have, I didn't have health insurance and still don't. But you know what? It's okay. God, God is my health insurance. And so uh, anyway, he uh 
he was just amazed at that. He was amazed at, uh, you know, the attitude that we had uh, of joy and still, you know, struggling and how my husband had gone through many heart attacks and how God brought him back and how um, we serve at our church. And that's what really got his attention uh, that we uh, at that time, uh, we would serve meals every Wednesday night and once church starts back up, we plan to get back on it. I mean, it, we missed that so much. But during that time, there were lots of people that would come uh, that were, you know, maybe dealing with homelessness, um, people that were being prostituted or, or maybe in prostitution. Um, there were uh, people that were uh, on drugs. Uh, there are all types of people, people that had elitist attitudes. <laughs> there are all types of people that would come. And uh, we would serve and uh, and then and then, you know, of course, we would eat, too. So the reporter said, I would love to come and do a story about that. Is that OK? And we're like, sure, you can come. We didn't think any big deal of, of it. And so he came and he brought his re- his camera person and, and another reporter was with them. And uh, he was asking us as we were serving and me and my mom was talking to him. And and uh, he said, so. Which people are homeless and, and which people are in prostitution, which, you know, um, and we said, well, we don't distinguish and we don't sit people uh, according. My mama told him, she said, she said, we don't do that. Uh, we all eat together. We don't segregate and say, you sit here and you sit there. We all sit together and eat together. And we had maybe about six tables and, and we would always make sure that one of us was at a table with a group of people we didn't know so that we could come to know each other better and uh, and made sure that we all served. And he was just amazed at that. And uh, I, could, I didn't understand why, but he was. But now I do understand why understanding how sometimes people really, you know, m- they don't want to sit with certain people or talk to certain people. And um, I believe that man, the reporter, got something that day, something special that God had for him. And he stayed for a little longer and then he left. And then uh, maybe in a, on that Sunday or within two weeks, there we were on the front page of the Sunday paper during the time when that was a big deal. And we were blown away. Our story was there and we still have that paper. But it was so much deeper than that. It was all about serving others, not not thinking you're better. And the one thing that the Lord showed me was how great the people were that we had the opportunity to serve and the wonderful attitudes that they had even going through what they were dealing with at that time. Uh, So many of them, if not every single one of them, accepted Jesus. Many of them were blessed uh, with the desires of their hearts. Uh, Some, you know, several got off of the drugs, several, uh, you know, found homes. We prayed with them, helped, you know, in in helping them to uh, get back on their feet. Uh, God would equip them with what they needed. They still had to work for it. We still have to earn work you know, earn a living and do all those things. But sometimes we need a connection or two, you know, and that's what God allowed us to do. Uh, share our resources. Look at God. But it was all about having a heart of a servant and being humble. And I'm so grateful for God for all those experiences uh, so that to never think that I'm someone so great 
no matter what people say. And, and I know you feel that same way, but if you don't, and if you're dealing with an elitist attitude, this is your day. And even, it could be anything. You're, you're dealing with all kinds of things. Hey, Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he died for you. This is your day to accept him as Lord, as your Savior and Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.